Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Keith Smith from uh, Spot Track joins us here on the premier uh, Chevrolet of Carlsbad, the fan hotline. Talk a little NBA basketball. We appreciate the time, Keith. How are you today? Nice to catch up with you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, let's start with LeBron James. I mean, my goodness, he's got 88, pay- uh, 88 points to go to catch Kareem for the all-time record. He seems like he's playing... Almost as well as he ever has. Uh, I mean, uh, I, you know, hopefully he'll break the record at home in, in two or three games. The Lakers come back home, but is this is there any another level that he can go to with how he's playing now? Should we be impressed, or should we just think this is same old, same old? <laughs> it, it's funny. It's a little bit of all of that. Like I, I don't know that there's another level he can go to. Um, that that would be kind of mind blowing if there was. But I do think we should be impressed with what he's doing, considering this is year twenty. But then it's also a little bit of same old, same old, because this is what he's always been. <laughs> right. So you know, it's kind of kind of all of the above. I mean, he has been absolutely incredible, considering you know he's thirty eight, he's year twenty in the league, all those things that that go with that. It is just unreal that he's still doing this at this you know uh, rate and at this level. And, you know, Keith, that, that brings me to what Chris and I have, have been talking about in terms of the league in itself. I mean, there are so many really fantastic players. I mean, LeBron James in his 20th year, we'll put that aside for a sec, but you got Embiid, you got Jokic, you got, uh, you got Donkic, you got so many really good stars in this league. And when it comes to the All-Star game, it seems like somebody gets left off every time. Um, is there any fix for what we've seen in terms of who got in this year, who's starting versus uh, is there is there another way to, to, to pick these teams? I mean, you, you could do other things. You could add, some have suggested, you know, you have just a panel of voters that are made up of some players and some broadcasters and those kind of things. And that, I, I think that it, that's okay for an idea. 
I, I think they did a good job with rebalancing so it wasn't just the fan vote right. because we saw very close to getting Zaza Pachulia in a game when he shouldn't have been, you know, if you wanted to go to the All-Star game, he should have been buying a ticket. <laughs> right. And that almost happened. And we're at a point where it's like, we can't be doing that. So I think by giving the fan vote some weight, of course, because at the end of the day, the All-Star game is for the fans. Um, but there's I've seen some suggestion of, you know, the guys, the players are the ones who are playing. Just let them do all the voting. And then you see the players voted, I want to say it was six different players who haven't even played in a single game this season. Right. Got all-star votes. I've been in locker rooms when it's time for the players to do their voting. When two guys are at the end of the bench, look at each other and be like, hey, you vote for me and I'll vote for you. Okay, let's go. So I don't think that's a real solution. I think it's, I think it's pretty much okay, you know, where we are. I don't think most years we get anybody who's super egregious put into the game and who starts that part to me is not as important as who actually makes the game. And I think when we get to that level, it, they generally get it more right than they do wrong. Just to follow up on that, Keith, one of the things I saw was uh, they, they kind of had the percentages of the players vote and who they voted for. And in the guard guard position, I found it strange. I don't know if it was strange, but uh, Trey Young didn't seem to get a lot of fanfare from his peers. Is, is what did you make of that? It, it seemed like he was. I think he was twelfth of, of the guards uh, from the guard standpoint. He seems to be a better than twelfth on the guards point, but most of the players disagreed with that. Yeah, I think that's one where he has a little bit of a rep ah. among his fellow players as far as being a guy who's been kind of tough to play with at times for his teammates, so you get a little bit of that in there. I think some guys don't uh, enjoy all the trash talk, considering I think the feeling is, hey, you made it once to the conference finals, and you talk an awful lot for a mm -hmm. guy who hasn't really won anything. So I think when you put all those factors in, I think that works against a guy like him. Keith Smith is with us talking some NBA basketball. Keith, last night the Celtics uh, put up 46 points in the first quarter. Uh, they hit 26 three-point shots in the game, and they blew out the Brooklyn Nets. I bring the 26 three-point shots. The state of the NBA right now, a lot of scoring, a lot of three-point shooting, a lot of isolation. Is everybody in the NBA happy with how the game is being played right now? Yeah, I, I think in general they are. I, I don't know that there's a lot of isolation. The isolation numbers are actually down overall in the league. I, I think uh, that's... Uh, uh, thing I think people see sometimes when they want to see that versus uh, seeing how it's going. The three-point shooting, of course, that is up. But I think what's happened is we're kind of we've reached a perfect storm of high test and analytics combining for mm -hmm. these players who have been drilled often since they were in high school level to say, hey, you know what you never make is 15 to 25 foot shots on the left wing. So those guys don't ever take 15 to 25 foot shots on the left wing. They, and if it's, you make 70% of your shots from 18 to 22 feet from the right corner in baseline, then they focus on shooting in there. I think, you know, all the data we have now combined with the coaching, combined with, quite frankly, the skill level of the players, higher and better than it's ever been, that's combined for this offensive explosion. And, of course, with the three-point shooting, anytime you could go to a point and get a score that is worth, you know, half as much as, again, as a regular score, you're, you're going to emphasize those shots a lot more because even if you shoot them at a lower percentage, it's all going to even out in the wash in the end. It's, it's certainly, uh, analytics has certainly taken sports to a place that I don't think anybody 
really imagine. Keith, I want to I want to move to the trade deadline that that's coming up here February ninth. Um, how active do you think this deadline will be? It, it's kind of been hard to tell from the outside looking in. Yeah, it's a weird uh, situation over the last couple of years. What we've seen is the combination of the play-in tournament being a thing and teams staying alive that would have had nothing to play for uh, previous years now have something to play for and have a chance to still say, hey, if we get hot, we can get in to the postseason. Uh, you add that to the fact that they've flattened out the lottery odds so teams don't show up you know two weeks ahead of halloween before the season starts with the plan of hey we cannot win more than 20 games we got to bottom out to do that those combined things have made it so the trade deadline becomes kind of different than it's always been it used to be all right we've got our 10 bad teams we've got our 10 teams that are trying to win the title we've got 10 teams in the middle and the 10 bad teams will trade their good players to the teams that are trying to win for draft picks and young players we don't necessarily have that there's only four truly bad teams in the nba right now uh going a week ahead of the deadline so what we're seeing is more of hey, you have a lot of centers, we have a lot of guards, you need guards, we need centers, and we see trades like that. Like that Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis trade a year ago, I think is kind of the the new norm of what we might see. That's a long way to say, I think we're still going to get some activity here because it's not a very good free agent class this summer. You also have 10, 12 teams that if you ask them, they believe, hey, we have a chance of winning this title. The league's as wide open as it's ever been. So you combine those two things, I think you're going to see teams trying to gear up and fix what they, you know, holes that they have in their rotations to really get after this the rest of the way. Keith, there are two words when you put them together, uh, two words you put together that the NBA doesn't want to hear. But uh, to me, there are two words that uh, are a big problem for the league right now, and those two words are load and management. And I, you know, I, I haven't got the, the word that anybody is sitting out tonight, but uh, this happens often around the NBA. I, I think too much for a lot of people's liking. Uh, Steph Curry, I thought, had an interesting comment. He said, it's not the players necessarily that they want off. It's the teams that want the players to take the games off. So um, I, I don't know what the solution to this is. Uh, does the NBA, though, feel like it's an issue that has to be looked into? They do to an extent. I think the NBA is in a point where collectively everyone, and and I will kind of counter with Steph Curry on that a little bit, to say everybody is focused on I need to be at my best in April, May, and June. Mm. And if that means missing 15 to 20 games in October through the middle part of April is the way to do that, then that's the way to do that. Because it has become, it's no longer satisfiable i guess for for people to say you know well you know what we're we we lost in the conference finals or we had a 50 win season but bowed out in the second round but that's a pretty good year it's become you win or you don't and everybody else you know there's one winner and 29 failures in the league and that's the way it's viewed and when that's the way it's going to be viewed teams and players are going to do everything they can to get to the postseason to be in the best spot to succeed and and now i will agree with Steph to some extent i know uh, jason tatum a great example one of the teams i cover heavily is the celtics he he has openly said you know, we, we sit out, we map out, all right, hey, you're going to get a rest game here on this day in, in the middle of December. And then it comes to that day and Tatum's like, now nah, I'm good, I'm playing. 
Mm. And then he basically fights the team to let him play. And sometimes the team says, no, you're going to sit out. So it's a very, very tricky spot. But the league is concerned because the one thing they really don't like is the idea of, you know, some kid here in Orlando where I'm based out of, you know, and his family pays a whole bunch of money to see Stephen Curry and the Warriors decide, you know what, that's the game we're taking off. We're, we're going to, you know, play our you know, backups and our G League guys in that game and that that's that's something we does not necessarily like yeah and and that's that's what makes it difficult right is that as you mentioned all these organizations want to be champions ultimately they're not content with western conference or eastern conference champions they want to be nba champions there can only be one of those yet you also have the other side of the coin where Fans are paying a lot of money to come watch these games. It'll be interesting to see how that all gets worked out. I want to stick with the Celtics uh, because Jason Tatum has elevated himself um, and and really from from last year's playoff run till through this season as one of the best players in the league. Is is he starting finally to to get to that point in his career where um, he can actually carry a team by himself because he, he has been phenomenal this season. Yeah, he, he's there. And we've seen that in games where uh, Jalen Brown has had to miss time. Jason Tatum can be one of those guys who says, all right, get on my back, guys. Let's go. I got this uh, the rest of the night. Now, that's not any slight on Jalen Brown, who's having an outstanding season. And I think here probably in about 10, 15 minutes is going to be named an all-star uh, alongside Jason Tatum. But Tatum is – he, he is one of those guys who's on that short list for MVP. And, and being an all-star is great, but there's a big difference between all-star and all-NBA, and then there's an even bigger difference between all-NBA and MVP, and Tatum's in that MVP mix. His, his two-way play is as good as any player in the league. He brings it uh, you know, on defense every single night. He's continually asked to guard often the opponent's you know, best uh, wing with size. It's, you know, you go out there and guard – LeBron James is of the world. You take Luka Doncic down the stretch of games, and that's what he's asked to do, and carry a massive offensive load as a scorer. He's leveled up as a playmaker. He's getting on the boards this year. He's just an absolutely wonderful all-around player, and it's important to note, too, he's 25 years old, so there's still a lot more growth to come for him in his game. There's a guy that never takes a load management day, Keith Smith. We appreciate the time, as always, Keith. Always great NBA insight, and uh, Look forward to catching up with you come uh, April or so and give us a little playoff preview. But uh, enjoy the season until then. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No load management days, but I am looking forward to the All-Star. <laughs> <laughs> give him a little All-Star break. He'll take that. All right. Uh, Keith Smith from Spot Track joining us on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad Fan Hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.